Remember back to when you were a kid and grown-ups asked you what you wanted to be when you grew up? Did you ever become that person? Or did you ever have a moment in high school or college where you realized what you wanted to do for the rest of your life? Did that ever come to pass? For some people, our dreams and reality don't always meet up the way we want them to. But that doesn't mean that you can't make them happen. Today on Passions, we're going to meet someone who is living the dream, their dream. They took the plunge and are doing what they love for a living, and they talked with us in order to encourage you to do what it takes to get you doing what you love. Ready? Hey, this is Alec. This week, I got to meet up with my wife, Kelsey Schaefer. Kelsey is a criminal justice graduate from the University of Northwestern St. Paul and is currently a corrections officer with Ramsey County. Kelsey also has a deep passion for criminal justice and making hand-built pottery. So what's your name? My name is Kelsey Schaefer. And how old are you? I'm 24 years old. This is Kelsey Schaefer. Kelsey was born in St. Paul, but eventually moved and spent most of her childhood in a suburb 20 minutes south of St. Paul. I was born March 23rd, 1994 in St. Paul, Minnesota. I lived there until I was about five years old, and then my mom, my dad, and my younger sister and I all moved to Hastings, Minnesota. Unfortunately, one of the hallmarks of Kelsey's life growing up was dealing with her father's addictions and his anger issues. At a pretty young age, I was always different, and I kind of knew something was different within my own household and my own life. One of the main things that is significant and has, re and has really shaped me in life uh, was kind of the eventual discovery of my father's addiction. He is an abusive alcoholic and drug addict. From early elementary school, I remember finding beer cans, uh, crushed probably at least 50 of them in his truck, and dealing with his anger and the way he would handle that with my mom especially, but also us kids, because I was one of the only people that would stand up to him every time and had his stubbornness. My mom finally divorced him uh, after the abuse began really escalating from just verbal and mental and emotional abuse to physical abuse. It wasn't much and uh, as far as us kids went, but my mom finally eventually had had enough. She left my dad with two kids, four pets, and less than $100 to her name and never looked back. Me, I think that was a really big point in my life that has subconsciously affected me and my love for the criminal justice system. They always say that when you're the child of an addict, you go one of two ways. You either become an addict yourself or you become a cop or work in the system. And for Kelsey, she ended up pursuing a career in law enforcement. But she also had a lot to work through mentally and emotionally as a kid and a teenager as a result of her dad's addictions and his abusive behavior. Dealt with a lot of anger issues after that and still have issues. You know, why can't I have a dad that was there for me? A dad who wasn't in and out of jail, hasn't had DWIs and other arrests and records. Uh, why couldn't I have a dad like my friends did? But I really poured myself into my schoolwork, and that became a big outlet for me. I should also probably go back and mention that throughout all of this, I was dealing with a diagnosis that I received while I was in first grade. 
I was diagnosed with obsessive compulsive disorder, which is essentially a disorder in which I have thoughts that repeat and repeat in my head, kind of like a broken record, and I can't get rid of them unless I do some sort of a compulsion. So that might be because I have the thoughts repeating of dirty and germs and things like that, I go and wash my hands. Really consumed the earlier part of my life. So while I was dealing with all of this stuff with my dad, that was also how I was maintaining control. I was eventually medicated and that helped a lot, but I think it also to a lot of issues with my own self-worth and so probably indirectly contributed to some of my anger on always feeling different and kind of an outcast from everybody else. I mean, my dad in between kind of always being that odd kid that didn't fit in. I had a lot of anger in middle school and got into a couple fights and things like that. But fortunately for Kelsey and her family, they were able to adapt, survive, and thrive after the divorce. It wasn't easy work but they were able to make it work. And eventually, Kelsey's mom met someone new. When I got to high school, my mom met Jim. And Jim has essentially become a father figure for me. He really took both my sister and I in as his own kids uh, and has provided for us in so many ways. We eventually moved in with him in River Falls, Wisconsin. And I continued high school in Hastings uh, because I was kind of a nerd and had a lot of good grades. So that was the best place for me at the time. My mom got pregnant, which to some people sounds kind of crazy because I was like 16 years old. But for me, it was one of the coolest things that could happen. My mom had me pretty young and she had always wanted a bunch of kids. And so this was a really cool time for us. And then we found out it was twins. So that was exciting. So I now have three younger sisters, uh, Katie, who's my full sister, and then Ava and Allison, and they're twins and they're my half sisters. And so they kind of really became a focus for me and I think have helped a lot in just seeing the world in a different way. Also starting in high school, Kelsey began to develop one of her biggest passions in life, ceramics. Throughout my time in high school, I always wanted something that I was just truly passionate about. I was always good at school and I had book smarts and I loved to read and I loved true crime, which always kind of set me apart from people. But one of the things that I finally found that I settled on was art. I'd always been a pretty crafty kid. I loved, you know, drawing and painting pictures and playing with Play-Doh, that kind of stuff. But when I finally got to step foot in a ceramics studio in high school, I took a ceramics class. And something just clicked, and it felt right. I took all of the ceramics classes offered to me. So there was three levels, and then I still wanted more. And I had my entire senior year ahead of me. So I did an independent study for a full year and did ceramics uh, in the classroom where I kind of got to pick what I wanted to do while also consulting with the teacher. I also began enrolling in other art classes over in the area. By the end of my senior year, I was taking three art classes out of the seven periods. But as high school graduation approached, Kelsey knew that she needed to figure out what she wanted to do as a career. I used art as my outlet for everything, and I loved art. But I knew I couldn't make that into a job for myself. Uh, It's just not a realistic way to be able to support yourself at the level that I wanted to. Um, I wanted to be comfortable and not worry about you know, making pieces for commission and things like that. I always wanted art to be 
more of a passion for myself and more of a coping mechanism, I guess, rather than a source of income where it had to be stressful. It's therapeutic, I guess, is what I wanted it to be for me. So as I got time to decide where I was going to go to college and things like that, I really struggled with what my major should be. And at first, I decided to major in youth and family studies. And that quickly changed. I decided to study biology at the University of Northwestern St. Paul. And as many people know, that first time you pick your major isn't always the one you're going to stick with for the rest of your time at college. And Kelsey had the same experience. It never felt right, and I really struggled. I think a lot of that had to just simply to do with the teaching style and also the fact that with my OCD, I have to have things presented to me in a very linear format or I don't understand them. I can understand abstract concepts, but I can't understand concrete concepts that are presented to me in a nonlinear format. And so my teacher was pretty much the opposite. Brilliant man could not teach in a linear format for the life of him. (laughs) So I decided to change my major. And the more and more I thought about it, criminal justice just kept pulling me towards it again. Um, My love for true crime, my love for any sort of uh, police drama TV shows and things like that. I should also mention that my love for this stuff isn't just the TV and the media. I did extensive research as a kid just for fun into true cases like Ted Bundy and Jack the Ripper and Zodiac and Jeffrey Dahmer. I could name off serial killers like some people could name off football players. So I studied forensic techniques and pretty much anything I could get my hands on when it came to that stuff. And so I kind of quit fighting, feeling like that was something that wasn't a career for me and was just kind of a fad and changed my major to criminal justice. I kept my biology as a minor and decided that I would kind of keep uh, forensics as a backup plan, but I really focused heavily on the criminal justice and had a law enforcement focus. I enjoyed the criminal justice program so much. I met my mentor, Glee Hansen, who's the head of the criminal justice department at Northwestern, and she's kind of become like an adopted grandma to me in a way. She's pretty great. Even after I graduate, I still see her and sometimes we meet up for coffee and things like that. Kelsey graduated from Northwestern in the spring of 2016 with big plans for Police Academy, her future career, and her future marriage. After I graduated magna cum laude from Northwestern with my four-year degree in criminal justice and a minor in biology, I then signed up for SKILLS or as more people know it as the Police Academy. This program is through Rasmussen College, and essentially, to become a cop in the state of Minnesota, you have to have all of these certain post regulations met. And so after you have a degree, you don't always have all the hands-on stuff yet, and that's really what skills does. So I had classes in firearms training, basic forensics, um, and then also like hand-to-hand kind of combat sort of thing. And we had to do things called like a fight for life, where I had to uh, basically fight for my life for about eight minutes um, with somebody who was trying to pin me down and keep me away. I had to do many different shooting drills. I had to be pepper sprayed. I had to be tased. uh, And I went through that program. And as I went through that program, I really realized that my dream was not to be a cop. And that was not where my passion was, was to be a police officer. I didn't like the militaristic feel, and I didn't like the 
hierarchy and the sexism that I saw within it. And my dream is really to work with people and to uh, help people that were in awful situations, whether it was more minor, like what I went through as a child, which to some people would be even more major, but also to the real nitty gritty and the awful things that nobody wants to talk about. I have a real passion for victim advocacy and things like that. Prior to this, I had always thought that I was going to become a homicide detective or a sex crimes detective and basically be like a real life Olivia Benson from Law and Order SVU. But that just as I got older and the more I saw the realism of what that was going to look like in my life, I realized that isn't really what I wanted. I wanted to work with people who are in some of the worst situations of their lives, but not have those awful hours. And that really clicked for me when I met my husband. I met him towards the end of my time at Northwestern, and it was a gradual process for all of this to kind of come to light in my head. But uh, I got married and I realized that I do really want to be a mom one day, and I want to not have to worry about if I'm going to come home each night and have the effects on my marriage of working in that sort of an environment. So I kind of gave up on that dream in a way, but I would rather probably say that I kind of tweaked it and refined uh, where that passion was. So currently I'm working towards uh, doing forensics. It really lets me exercise my mind uh, in the sense of the biology aspect and the science aspect. I've always been kind of a nerd, like I said, and so that lets me use that part of my brain uh, while also appealing to my passion for true crime and for the criminal justice system and solving cases and helping people that are in some of the worst situations you can possibly imagine or can't even imagine. And so with the realization that she didn't want to be a cop, Kelsey took a job as a correctional officer with Ramsey County. And through that experience, Kelsey has learned some important lessons about criminal justice, even if she's not going to be in the corrections field for the rest of her career. I began working at the Ramsey County Jail, and I'm a correctional officer. So I work at the jail, and basically I'm an adult babysitter is how I describe it to people. Uh, but it does take a lot more than that. It's not the people I thought I would be working with. I'm working with the offenders rather than the victims, like I had hoped. But it's definitely a really great stepping stone for me, and it's really opened my eyes as far as the faults within the criminal justice system as well as the strengths. It's shown me that offenders aren't just these monsters that we don't understand or see, but they're actual people too. I've worked with everything from wife beaters to thieves to rapists to murderers, and it's amazing that even some of these people can make me laugh harder than I've ever laughed. I think that in my future work and wherever I go in my career, that's going to be such a valuable lesson for me because I've literally been sitting in my car driving home and gone, I was laughing so hard I could have cried. And that dude beat his wife to a pulp. But yet I can sit there and have that sort of a conversation and gain a sense of respect from men who do not give women respect. That 
ability to be able to do that, I think, is a really, really a gift and something that I continue to work on every time I go to work. I'm often told by the inmates that they appreciate me because I talk to them like a person. That doesn't mean I don't have times where I just get really angry and frustrated at work, but I've found that, as silly as it sounds, just a basic level of respect and acknowledgement of a person goes a long way in ways we don't even realize when we have a group of people that we ostracize. Kelsey admits that she still has a long way to go in accomplishing her goals in the criminal justice field, but she's learning new things every day about her job and about herself. And fortunately for her, she still has ceramics as a way of unwinding and letting loose creatively. Throughout my time in college, I was still able to continue my passion for ceramics. I was the only student that was allowed to use the studio that didn't actually take a class at Northwestern for ceramics. And so I got to continue my passion for that. I now have a membership to a studio in Golden Valley called Fired Up Studios. I go there and I clean and in exchange they give me money off of my membership. It's kind of what I use to relax and also continue to use as a therapy for myself. And it truly is my passion, even though I don't necessarily make money off of it. Sometimes I'll go there after work at the jail or on my days off, I'll go there and spend hours upon hours just working. And it kind of is something I just get lost in. And it's a really great de-stressor and a really great way for me to kind of center myself after dealing with so much darkness that is within the system. It's kind of a little beacon of light to keep myself centered and focused on me and not just what's going on around me. We want to thank Kelsey for giving her time for this interview and for really sharing her heart with you guys. One of the most important takeaways from this interview is that passions aren't always obvious. They start off small, but if you give them the chance to grow, they'll become some of the most important cornerstones of our lives. That's it for passions this week. We hope that you've found yourself feeling as passionate about something as Kelsey is about criminal justice and ceramics. Passions is produced by Alex Schaefer and can be found on iTunes, Spotify, and SoundCloud. So until next week, keep pushing yourself to be who you've always wanted to be. This is Alec, signing off.